Hey everybody, welcome. It's good to be back doing the Miami Comedy Podcast. We've got an entire new studio. For those that are brand new, welcome. This is the podcast where we go live to record an episode and talk about anything you want, whether it be the news, something you saw online, uh, trending things. Did you guys hear Kim Kardashian is now dating that guy from Saturday Night Live? Oh, the headlines. What are the people thinking? How are you, everybody? Uh, Tonight... For those that are watching live, we've got a special comedy show happening at Dom's in Brickle. So make sure you guys grab your reservations in early. Today on this episode, we're going to be talking about what we've been missing for the last 30 days since we've done an episode. And we're also going to be talking about uh, Art Basel coming to the city of Miami. It's that time of the year, everybody. That time of the year where Art Basel is the culture movement. For about four days in the city of Miami, you know, we drink our mojitos with our pinky up. We look at art and we contemplate the things that uh, go through our minds while we look at someone naked wearing a ski mask on top of a Ferrari. You know, that kind of stuff. And I like Art Basel because all the events that come here uh, clog up the streets and it makes me feel good inside while I'm inside knowing that people are out there especially tourists and remembering Miami as a place that has just way too many people in it I mean let's be honest you know Miami has too many people and then when you got tourists coming down for an event like Art Basel uh it's kind of difficult to uh enjoy (laughs) you know being stuck in traffic when you're on vacation is definitely not fun apart from Art Basel we will also be announcing the winner of the $100 bar tab raffle. So, if you've signed up for this raffle, the more friends you bring, the higher your chances are of winning. And I see all the people here that did sign up. A big shout out to you guys. Thank you. And also, if you're brand new to the raffle, this is the way it works. Uh, you go to MiamiComedy.com slash tab or raffle. Either or works, and then just sign up for the newsletter. And then every time you bring in a friend, you get three times the amount of the raffle winnings. Not the winnings, I'm sorry, the chances. I don't want you to think you get $300 if you win. (laughs) That'll be way too much. But maybe one day. You know, once MiamiComedy.com becomes a whole new thing, you could probably win that much money. We'll see. Uh, Let me pull up here the uh, giveaway so we can get that ready. All right. So with Art Basel here, guys... um, I'm happy to announce that the mascot, the Flamingo, that we've been using since 2014 is now minted as an NFT. And in case you guys don't know what an NFT is, uh, I don't think I understand it fully either. All I know is that I own it now, which is a good sign. And NFTs are really expensive because I think it's like two to $300 in quote-unquote gas money, which here in Miami, gas money really means uh, marijuana money. But, uh, you know, if you've got somebody like Mike Tyson getting into NFTs, you've got to jump in. You know what I mean? You gotta, if someone like Mike Tyson gets into NFTs, you got to jump in. I mean, there's something going on when a guy that all he does for a living is knock people out and is a pure badass. And then, and then now he's, he's, he owns crypto kitties. You got to look into this stuff. Have you guys heard of NFTs? Um, 
So the way I want to do an NFT is like every time I got merch out, the uh, design that's on the merch gets minted. And then when the merch runs out, we mint another design and then sell the merch as limited edition. Okay, so if you own the merch, the Miami Comedy shirt, you then uh, own a little piece of uh, art history, I guess, is the best way to explain it. Um, it's real. Look, I, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. The best way I can explain how NFTs work is it's a flex. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. Like, imagine being so wealthy. Like DJ Khaled and Future got NFTs, right? They they have so much money that they're letting you know they spent hundreds of thousands of dollars to flex that they threw the money away on a digital photo of a monkey. All right, imagine that kind of flex. And I have a theory that now that owning NFTs is a flex, eventually rappers will rap about owning NFTs. And then you know what will end up happening? When they try to explain what an NFT is, it'll sound like mumble rap. <laughs> it'll make total sense now. It's like, oh, yeah, he's talking about NFTs. I don't understand what he's saying. Just like NFTs. It makes sense. So shout out to the rappers, the celebrities, the pop stars getting into NFTs. This is your space. You know what it is? Also, it's like a community. Um, What you're doing is you're really sharing what other people find valuable. And you're now able to make a group or a community or bring people together that enjoy that same thing. So, for example, if you're a Nickelback fan, okay, and you see somebody out in the streets wearing a Nickelback shirt, you're going to be like, dude, you get it. I love Nickelback. Not like all these other people out here with their terrible taste in music. You get it, sir. Great shirt. That's the same thing with NFTs. You buy a piece of uh, uh, online design or music, or and then you showing off that you own that piece of property makes people feel like they can relate to you if they find it valuable also. So what makes uh, an NFT valuable? In, in, for example, like what DJ Khaled and Future got, they got like these these uh, NFTs called, uh, what is it? The Bored Ape Yacht Club. Okay, so the Bored Ape Yacht Club is an exclusive pass to get into clubs uh, for parties and for, yeah, yacht parties and stuff like that. So Stephen Curry, uh, a lot of celebrities got them. And then what you do is you then get together and you have some Illuminati-style party, maybe an orgy. Who knows? It might just be an orgy too, right? Um, and so when you get into this community or this club or whatever, you can then start interacting with other people that find the same kind of thing. NFTs is pretty much just like uh, collecting cards. Like, I don't know if you guys got into Pokemon cards. It's the same thing, but without the virginity. <laughs> It's the exact same thing without the virginity. And uh, I don't know. I, I I like the space because as an artist that likes creating on his own, I enjoy making sure that anything I do is independent from anyone else. So if, it, if let's say someone is making a rap song and they want to sell the rap song on their own without having to go to you know, some sort of studio or music, well, maybe a studio to record it, but like a, a music company that gets the rights to it, you're able to distribute your music 
and have it protected because you own it until someone else buys it. Do you remember like Wu-Tang Clan came out with an album and they only made one copy of the album and then like Martin Strakelli bought the album for like $2 million or something. And then now that is considered an asset because there's a Wu-Tang Clan album out there that no one else has, but this one person. So it brings up the value of that album. It's interesting to see how things are changing because of this uh, digital crypto space. And now that it's coming to Miami, it's exciting. So I jumped in and uh, yeah, and then I got it, you know, Uh, was it expensive? A little bit, you know, a little expensive, not too expensive, but maybe I'll get my money back when you sell the shirts. So if you want a shirt, make sure you go check out the shop. What's up to everybody on Instagram tuning in. Shout out to all my new Instagram followers. Oh, it's interesting to see how when you put a meme out that people relate to, especially in the city of Miami, how the people of Miami react. Oh, they all show up. They all start talking to you. Oh, great people. The people of Miami, thank you so much for all the support. We finally did it. We got a brand new show out. And uh, I'm going to see if I can do it daily now, just like how I did back in the day, remember? Uh, what's up, Alfredo, Mr. T? Welcome, guys. How are you? Uh, we're here talking about the uh, Art Basel that's coming, as well as announcing the winner of the $100 bar tab giveaway. So uh, another thing that I want to point out about Art Basel, it's very interesting to see, is um, the real artists for Art Basel are the con artists. Oh, yo, what's up, man? The con artists are the real artists of Art Basel. There is no second guessing that. Because if you can sell a banana duct tape to the wall, you, my friend, are a supreme finesser. Okay? The events that happen during Art Basel, all they got to do is say, hey, uh, we're going to put some art on the wall, and then uh, we're going to get together. And then guess what, Miami? Then we're going to party. And then now that we're partying, we can enjoy Art Basel. (laughs) Our Basil really is just an excuse to continue the party, but now with uh, art all around us so that when we black out, we forget everything we saw, but at least it was a memorable event. Memorable in a way that we won't know what happened, right? Because from my understanding, every time I go to an Art Basil event, all we're really doing is doing shots, drinking some kind of alcohol, and then saying we went to an art gallery. <laughs> And then we try to articulate, yeah, this art piece here really reminds me of, uh, what? Where the drinks at? I don't really think, I don't really think Miami is an art city per se as a whole. I think the majority just like being around art because it, it maybe it enhances their high. You know what I mean? The real art are not only provided by the scam artists, that do, they do a fantastic job. First of all, guys, I just want to clarify, I... I'm not hating on on the con artists during Art Basel. If you can sell a banana duct tape to the wall, that's awesome. Congratulations. You're doing a great job. I want to make sure that you continue doing this so that I can learn from you. How do I sell a banana on the wall? That's, That's wonderful, right? But in Miami as a whole, I don't really see us like, you know, looking at Monet, looking at Picasso. Uh, and being like, oh, you know, the intricacies of the color and the fluorescent view of the angle and it, you know, all that stuff. I don't really see Miami doing that kind of thing. It's because of the money, not because of the art, Alfredo says. That's a good point. Yes, 
But that's what makes Miami so awesome when it comes to art. It's it's the part we enjoy the flamboyant money part of art, not necessarily the concept of it. Hey guys, let's go to this art gallery where there's a bunch of millionaires. All right, we gotta be there. What's your what was your favorite art piece? I don't know. I was just trying to get with a millionaire the whole night. I was looking for a cougar. All right. And if I were to if I were to have gotten with her and she would have given me a check, now I'm an artist too. A scam artist. <laughs> hey. Um, so yeah, that's the that's the beauty about Art Basel in Miami. We we enjoy art in a very different, shallow way, and God, gosh darn it, we're pro- we're proud of that. Hell no, I can't recall any of the art pieces I see, but I did party like an animal. What 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 would be? Hey, I want to ask all the people watching. <laughs> Bob also. <laughs> hey, what up, Frankie? Frankie Franklin, and is that a woman avatar with the name Frankie? MG Orchids, welcome back. Rye Davis, what's up, guys? We're here talking about Art Basel and uh, the con artist and the scam artist. And then later on, we're going to announce the winner of the $100 bar tab. Um, all right, so anyways, moving forward, the uh, the kind of... Um, you know what? Let me get into this. Let me get into the... Uh, let me ask you guys a question. Here's a very important question. What would be something that the people of Miami uh, would would find artistic in real life. Not the art, right? We already clarified that. It's not necessarily the art. But what would be a work of art for a Miamian during Art Basel? I'll give you one. I'll throw one your way. I think, uh, you know, when you're high and you're wandering the streets of Wynwood, when you come across a food truck menu... That's a work of art. <laughs> when you see that brightly lit food truck menu and that guy in the back sweating, cooking something up at 1.30 in the morning, that, my friend, is a work of art. And whatever that guy is cooking is a companion work of art along with the work of art. It's a win-win. It's temporary art. Oh, look at these street tacos. Gaze upon the beauty of drunken street tacos. <laughs> What's another thing that Miami will consider a work of art during Art Basel? Or an actual thing that Miami sees as a work of art? I would say Miami would love to see people fighting in the streets. That's a work of art. Especially if somebody gets knocked out. Do you guys remember... You guys ever seen any art in a museum where, like, you know, someone's getting decapitated? Someone's getting bludgeoned over the head with a, with a, a stick? Right, you guys know those like medieval pieces of art? Like if you were to live stream a clip of somebody getting knocked out in Calle Ocho during Art Basel, that's a work of art for us in Miami. <laughs> Look at this wonderful, beautiful, amazing knockout that happened in the streets of Calle Ocho during Art Basel. Post it up online. Let's shame this guy for being knocked out easily. Oh, that was a clean... And then everybody in the comments just commentating. That was a clean hit to the jaw. What a wonderful, beautiful landing to the teeth that was. That's what Miami would find as a work of art. (laughs) 
Did you hear the noise he made when he hit the ground? Oh, music to my ears. Uh, that's every Friday in the 305. <laughs> yes, but during Art Basel, it's an extra. All right, it's, it's, a, it's an extra thing to enjoy. All right, because you're more likely to have cameras out recording things when everybody's out in the streets. Like I said, Alfredo, Art Basel in Miami is just an excuse to go out even more. Okay, to party even more. All right, people are out there getting stuck in traffic just to party. Podcast Launch Guy says Art Boozle. Exactly. It's just an excuse to drink. Miami isn't really known for going out, looking at a piece of art, and saying how beautiful this art is. Instead, they want to be around the clout, around the wealthy, around the parties, around the beautiful women. The art is secondary. The art is just an excuse. As a matter of fact, you know what I'm going to do, guys? I want to start start an art gallery that says... uh, Excuses for Art Basel. And then when you walk into the gallery, it just says excuse number one, drink. Excuse number two, talk to somebody that's hot. Excuse number three, find a sugar daddy. And then everybody would be like, wow, this really brings out the art that is Miami. This is, it's almost like the person that wrote or drew or whatever this is understands us. Like, I really feel a connection. Hey, you know what? That would actually be a really cool idea. MG Orca says, Frankie, you're hot. All right, hang on. Wait a second. No hitting in the comment section. I do all the hitting. Uh, what's up, Chili Willie? Podcast launch guy says, uh, Comedian JJ Art Show at 8 p.m. 9 p.m. 9 p.m. That's right. And if you know comedy well enough, you're aware that our stand-up comedy shows are like a work of art. You know Why? Because Miami, according to your standards, comedy shows is our comedy show is a great excuse to drink. And on a Tuesday night, you can definitely get a nice cocktail or two over at Don's Brickle. Oh, did you see that? Did you see that segue? Speaking of segues, let's get into the reads, shall we? First and foremost, I want to say uh, thanks to everybody that was patient while we bring back the Miami Comedy Podcast. I know we've been out for a long time. I know. I've missed you guys, and I miss podcasting very much. But I had to do a lot of work in order to bring this podcast back to standard. Well, it was never really close to this standard, but to bring the podcast to a better standard than ever before. Now I got a stool. I got a cool background. I've got some cool gear that can stream the podcast more professionally. So now I can have fun, and so can you, while listening to me ramble about whatever we're rambling about. All right? Um, So, because of this new launch of the Miami Comedy Podcast, I'm currently looking for sponsorship opportunities. First and foremost, also, I would like to say that I'm no longer going to curse for the sake of hitting more numbers on YouTube. I know you're spying on us, YouTube. I don't know how YouTube does it. But when you drop an F-bomb, YouTube knows. Okay? When you get a little raunchy, YouTube knows. It's almost like the robots are already online and they get offended. <laughs> the, ro- the AI of the internet gets offended. They got us, man. That's when you know we messed up as a society. When you got to be PC to the AI. 
we're doomed. We can't speak our minds anymore. We can't say the F-bomb because then we don't get any clout. <laughs> All right, so if anyone out there that's listening or watching the, the video, if you want to sponsor this show, all right, we're taking it to a whole nother level. We're going to be creating lots of content, and uh, we're bringing the community of Miami together to, you know, talk talk the good talk. Now, of course, will some curse words fly by? Yeah, maybe, because I'm not perfect, okay? I get, I, I get in, the, in the zone whenever I do these. I get really emotional, and I start saying the things I need to say, you know, whatever. Uh, read number two is we've got these uh, Miami comedy shirts, both in blue and in pink, all right, and these designs are NFTs. These are official NFT designs now. So, the wonderful thing about owning a T-shirt is that they're limited edition. Like I like I mentioned earlier, but we'll mention it again. They're limited edition until they're sold out. We are seventy percent sold. Thirty percent inventory is left. This is exciting. All right, and. For those that have gotten a t-shirt, send me a photo of you wearing it because I'd love to start a photo album of the people that own those shirts. Don't worry, new shirts coming soon. That's right, JJ. Exactly. We're going to be making some brand new t-shirt designs that maybe even JJ, our beloved comedian here in the city of Miami, might design. All right? So uh, keep your eye out there because the next shirt will be a very, a very special one. You might even, if you if you buy a shirt during Dom's Brickle Comedy Night, JJ will autograph the shirt. There you go, JJ. Another way to get clout. JJ, by the way, shout out. One of the hottest comedians out in the city of Miami. Make sure you look out for him every Tuesday night, especially when he becomes something even greater than what he currently is. Shout out. Congratulations, JJ, on, uh, on all the clout you're getting, on all the DMs that are being responded to. <laughs> and the motorcycles you will be riding in the city of Miami. Congrats, buddy. You're killing it. Uh, upcoming, upcoming comedy shows. Uh, number one is uh, I'm doing Mario Ramil's show this Thursday. I killed it the first night. I'm going right back in. He, he does an epic show over at the Miami Improv. Thursday, December 1st. Grab your tickets. Is it December 1st? No, it's December 2nd. December 2nd, Thursday. And then on Friday, I got hired to do a burlesque show. Uh, now, I won't be the one dancing, but I will be hosting uh, over at Gatsby's in Fort Lauderdale. So see, your boy still gets gigs. Everyone's always asking me, man, do you still perform? Yes. I just let other comedians get on stage. All right. And then with that being said, um, let's announce the winner, shall we? Here we go. Okay. The winner of the $100 bar tab. Drum roll. Hold on, let me turn off the music because this is going to get serious. I said drum roll. Oh, wait, hold on. I got to remove all the people that didn't confirm their emails. Oh, just a warning, guys. If you want to really be considered to win... Uh, any emails that are not confirmed do not count. And there are a lot of them. You guys just sign up and you don't confirm your emails. You got to let me know your email is real or that at least you check your inbox. You know, some of you guys sign up for this stuff. You see my name and then you just delete it. Oh, that guy from Miami Comedy. 
forget that guy, delete, right? How are you supposed to win? You know, if we can't start a conversation in your inbox. All right, let me see. Uh, giveaways, all giveaways. Here we go. This is at random, okay? A lot of people are like, oh, you know, who's, uh, who's uh, paying you under the table to win? Nobody. This is a very legit drawing that I have. It's a program that allows me to randomly choose a name. So here we go. And the winner is Michael. Didn't put his last name, but I got your email here. Congratulations, Michael. I think it's Joseph Kelly. Michael Joseph Kelly, you are the winner of this month's $100 bar tab. Congratulations, buddy. I'm going to go ahead and send you a notification. Make sure that when you get notified, you respond within 30 days so that we can get your uh, $100 bar tab at any show. Okay, whether it's uh, the Red Bar Mondays, uh, Thank You Miami as well, Late Night Mondays, Dom's Brickle Tuesdays, uh, Tipsy Flamingo uh, Sundays, um, uh, Casa Tiki Wednesdays, and Tripping Animals Thursdays. And also, I'll be announcing uh, really soon a brand new Friday night show. That's right, guys. Somebody picked us up for the weekend. There's a lot of growth happening in the comedy scene in Miami. It's really exciting to see it because I've never seen our scene I've never seen our scene be seen by so many. <laughs> like a lot of people are moving in. Uh, not only people that are trying to get into how awesome the city is, but also comedians are coming during their vacation. Apparently a lot of comedians have family here, I guess, right? Some people just know where all the good times are. So our comedy scene is growing so quickly. I thought it would, I thought it would go a lot slower, to be honest with you. I thought our comedy scene would take years. I mean, it kind of did, but... Um, you know, I want to be modest. I don't want to be, you know, boastful. But getting a lot of shows happening in com- in the comedy world in the city of Miami over time really has developed a lot of comedians to make a name for themselves. And I think that's one of the big secrets to a thriving comedy scene. You've got to have multiple shows happening multiple times of the week because if you... If you got to go to another city to perform as a comic, you're not going to be seen by the right people. You're going to be seen by someone in Marco Island that's on vacation, right? You're not going to be seen by, like, you know, that hottie that lives in the Brickle High Rise. You're not going to be seen by uh, someone that uh, owns an art gallery in Miami Beach. You're not going to be seen by your friends, you know, because they don't know where you are because you're up in Boca trying to get stage time, like how I did back in the day. But now in Miami, we're able to go up just about any night of the week. There's an audience there. You don't have to pay to go on like another city. So we don't give like a friction thing to comedians. You just show up on your allotted uh, spot. You get your stage time. You know, a group of people are watching you. You get good. You get known. You get your audience. And the next thing you know, we are now legit comedians in a city where a lot of people said it wouldn't be possible. And it still kind of isn't but we're going to define the odds. We're going to defy the odds, that is, because uh, even though people are out in Art Basel and they're out on yachts and they're out doing blow, we're out here making people laugh in places like Dom's and Brickle. All right? So with that being said, everybody, that is it for today's episode of the Miami Comedy Podcast. I am excited to be back. Oh, this 
is so much com- more comfortable than how it was before. All right? Back then, I would have to, like, do so much work to go live, to record a podcast. Now I just have three programs open. Everything is automated. Oh, what a relief to bring the podcast back. All right, if you guys want to support this podcast, all right, the more support you guys give me, the more I will be inspired to do it daily, okay? I used to do it daily last year when the pandemic closed us down in Miami. I did it daily, and I did it religiously because I had nothing better to do. But now that things are opening up in Miami, I would like to have that going as well as bringing back that podcast, this podcast, our podcast. So make sure that if you want to help the podcast thrive, you know, there's many ways. You can get a shirt. You can uh, donate on Instagram. You can come out to a show. You can do even something like just subscribing. You can just MiamiComedy.com slash podcast and subscribe. Uh, Jasmanian Devil. <laughs> I love that name. Uh, Jasmanian Devil asks, where are the open mics at? Um, the open mics are currently at uh, Mondays at Thank You Miami on Flagler and 17th. Uh, Thursdays at uh, Tripping Animals Brewery. So those are your two best bets, Jasmanian Devil, to get some stage time. So you can also visit MiamiComedy.com. We'll be announcing a brand new Friday show, which will also include an open mic. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you on the next episode, if not tonight, over at Dom's. Have a great night. Bye, everybody.